Hi, welcome back to my podcast. I'm Kavita Fira and at this moment I'm gonna reviewing a fantasy young adult Greek mythology book. So, this is Percy Jackson, The Lightning Thief by Rick Riordan which is out in 2005. And here we go. Percy Jackson who may not have a lightning scar but does set out on a quest to return a lightning bolt in the first book of the series. What's the twist? Instead of simply being gifted with magic, Percy is the son of a Greek girl. His friends are Mermortal Spellbook. They are Annabelle, the daughter of Athena, and Grover, etc. The section of school that hates him is in the old home of the series Big Evil, but the most competitive section of students, the children of the god of war, Alice. And instead of Quidditch from Harry Potter, Percy finds himself participating in a chariot race. The world of the lightning thief brings Greek mythology into the modern world. We know that Mount Olympus was located on floor 1000 of the Empire State Building, or that the Greek gods are responsible for the spread of Western civilization. Unbeknown to us, we walk amongst monsters who scourge the earth hoping to find the children of God. Before the gods do in order to eliminate their competition, how do the kids stay safe? They head to Camp of Healthblood, where Dionysus, the god of wine, helps train the kids in the ways of Healthbloods, those who are half-human and half-god. My favorite part of the book is the opening. It directly addresses the reader in fighting those worried the book to imagine this world as a part of their own, a little cheesy, yes, but it's the sort of thing that gets your imagination excited when you're eight, but if this was really part of my world, and it hasn't gotten old for me as an adult. The book also reach out the kids with learning disabilities. Percy has two, ADHD and dyslexia, as does the son of the author. These are explained as simply symptoms of being the spawn of a god. Honestly, how could we expect children with goldy blood running in their veins to sit still through class? And apparently, Percy Brain is just wired to read ancient Greek instead of modern English. I like the idea of children thinking of this disorder as unique strengths rather than weakness. These are things that set them apart from everyone else and make them special. Percy struggles with his disorder. He's been kicked out of numerous boarding schools before landing at Camp Half Blood. But he doesn't use the disorder as an excuse. He clearly wants to be good. And finally, in this new world, he is able to not only fit in but excel. Like Hogwarts, the camp is divided into different sections of students. And this faction war with one another. They are, of course, based on who your godly parent is. When Percy first arrives at the camp, he has no idea what that could be. His father never stepped up and claimed him as has happened to many other children at the camp. What bothered me about this section of the book was how long it took Percy, his friend, and the teacher to realize he was the son of Neptune. Trust me, I didn't spoil much for you. You'll figure it out in the first 10 pages. But the characters don't until much later, 100 pages later, more or less, even after several intentions of water acting strains around him, I wish the author had given his audience, even the youngest, a little more credit.
From there, Percy is, of course, sent out on a mission. Zeus' lightning bolt is stolen and he is convinced that Percy was the criminal who pulled it off. So, Percy and his two pals set out on a quest to find whoever did steal it to return it to Zeus before he set off massive war between all the gods. The middle of the book was very episodic. The crew encounters one master after one another, but it never feels like it's pulling toward anything. The urban fantasy elements never quite work for me. Something about the world just doesn't feel lived in. Many of their foes are not really that menacing. In fact, some of them are downright lovable. Ares is just a beggar dressed in a red muscle shirt and black jeans and a black leather duster with a hunting knife strapped to his tie and wearing red rope around the seat. <laughs> and Percy is often a mediocre hero. Instead of figuring out situation on his own or with the help of friends, a deuce a machinal literary of course, swoops in and helps him usually in the form of a power he was unaware of before. Unlike Harry Potter, the novel feels a bit written down to children, but not so much that it's painful to get through. On the contrary, it's an easy read and the characters are likable, so I enjoyed the journey and will likely be reading the next novel in the series soon. However, this is one journey I imagine you would enjoy most of if reading it in the company of a child. Well, I would like to give it five, no, no, four out of five, and I recommend this book for anyone who loves Greek mythology. It's cool, you must read this book before you watch the film. I think that's all for me. That was a lot. So thank you for listening to my podcast. Bye-bye.